pour yourself a Pims and whip up that cream for those strawberries. This is Wimbledon, your 10-minute daily recap of the action at Wimbledon. Ready? Play. Iconic. Your Wimbledon is here for Thursday. <laughs> Semi-final, ladies. And uh, I would say two very solid matches. Two solid matches and one day closer to my possible retirement from this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about the success of what we'll call the success of the cyborg? (laughs) Your titles this week have been on fucking fleek. (laughs) On fleek. On fleek, y'all. The success of the cyborg. I mean, out of Jason's mouth, yes. Uh, my constant shade for Plishkova also. Um, but, you know, listen, we're not the only ones that are part of this gaggle of people. There's been a lot of shade thrown at her on the GLTA Players Lounge. Um, but Cyborg goes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we should probably start there. I think many had expectations and perhaps hopes that Arena would come through uh, mm-hmm. and win that match. Plishkova puts her head down, booms that serve, uh, booms that forehand. In, a, in many ways, she was able to um, redirect balls as well because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Sabalenka is always booming that forehand as well and mm-hmm. and, and the backhand side. So she, she had to be on point with redirecting. Mm-hmm. And she also had some, like, amazing reflexes and net play, which I was impressed with. This Plushka- it yeah Plushkova. Admittedly, this was the first match that I watched of hers the whole tournament <laughs> to completion. You wouldn't be the f- you wouldn't be alone <laughs> in saying that. <laughs> okay, you know what was surprising to me in the commentary um, of the Plushkova match, and again, this is perhaps uh, us not kind of stepping our own pussy up and uh, you know covering her more over the past fortnight. But she hadn't lost a set until today. Mm-hmm. I mean, her dominance has been pretty clear cut. Yet I have—I'm going to take responsibility here. I've been ragging on her hard. Okay, <laughs> I did listen. I did say I did. I did have a feeling at the end of the match in her post-match interview, when you know the commentator was saying, "You've had a really shitty year. You've had zero results, but here you are contesting." <laughs> I, I can't even believe it as I'm saying it—a Wimbledon final. Um, and, you know, she showed a little bit of personality and talked about um, her team and looked over at her husband and her and Sasha, who I mm-hmm. think is her coach and hitting partner and all that. Yeah. I felt a little love for the tin woman. <laughs> I did. So I'm happy for her. I am mildly happy for her. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, she gets um, labeled the cyborg from people like <laughs> Massimo because... <laughs> Uh, yes, we'll we'll give you credit for that because she's very sort of stern looking on the court. Mm. But I think that was in her favor today. I think that played in her favor because there were moments where she was missing easy balls. Like there were some like half volleys at the net that she missed and she just sort of went about her business and continued on. Mm-hmm. Um like I said uh, before we 
popped on. I thought she could have won in straight sets. Mm-hmm. Um, the match was very competitive. Obviously, two booming serves, mm-hmm. two booming forehands, um, equal power on the backhand, and it was mm-hmm. actually an entertaining match. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you pair up players with those similar styles of, of power and you don't expect the points to last very long, the there were actually some decent rallies in that match. So... I was I was impressed as well um, that she was able to pull through, and you know we'll see if the cyborg holds the trophy on Saturday. Uh, okay, going back to that point in a second, um, Arena. Uh, we've seen Pliskova lose her cool in matches before. You know, smashing her racket on the side of the umpire's box in Rome <laughs> a couple <laughs> years ago, right? She, to your point, I think she kept her composure. Um, Sabalenka, I think, always plays with her emotions on her sleeve. You could tell in crucial moments when she missed, I believe it was in the third set, she missed a really easy volley, and she just kind of, you know, uh, turned around so exasperated. Um, you could tell how much she wanted it. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe that was the deciding factor in this match, the fact that Pliskova could kind of keep it together and keep it cool. Um and honestly, Sabalenka has overcome a huge hurdle in making it to her first slam semifinal. And, you know, just like Martina Navratilova said at the end of the match, she believes that this is going to be the first of many. You know, I think it's one of those things where you kind of have to get over the hump. And when you get over the hump, you've been there before and you know that you can contend. So good for Arena. Happy for her this Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like in some way, the things that we used to say about Sasha Zverev in terms of not being able to get past the quarterfinal, mm-hmm. we still in some way might be saying that about him, but I don't feel like we'll be saying that about her. Like, I feel mm. like to your mm. point, she's gotten past this hurdle and I don't think it's something that will become part of the conversation for her. I think she will again be in quarters and semis and, and finals soon enough. Yeah, watch out for her on the hard courts. I mean, she's just as talented as Naomi Osaka on the hard court. So I think that's the U.S. Open, the Australian, although it's a touch slower. it's Those would be the slams for her, for her to win her first. Mm-hmm. And she's won, what, four titles this year? Three or four? Something like, like that? 700,000, everything other than like a, a premier and <laughs> a slam. Yeah. And everything other than the, th- the things that Barty have won, because they've been the two informed players. And speaking of her, uh, another solid match, uh, the first match up was Barty v. Kerber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think uh, of that match? Okay, so I am going to give you 100% kudos on this. You really watched her from the jump. Like, that. she was your pick. I didn't know why she was your pick. Um... <laughs> But you must have seen something in her. I mean, I didn't necessarily think that her play in the previous weeks would have, you know, would have led to you choosing her as the finalist or as a champion. But talk about stepping her pussy up, girl. She just really... And she said this in her post-match interview. She knew going up against Angie Kerber, who, again, we've called a pit bull before, can move you side to side, will not give up one point. She was like, today... I'm going to dictate with my forehand. That forehand was gorgeous today, like Steffi mm-hmm. 2.0. And um, I mean, she just played all the points so well and all the replies that Kerber had, these fantastic shots, Ash just had a reply for. Mm-hmm. So 
she's she, I, I keep on saying this for different players but we're down to the last two <laughs> <laughs> i think she's a one she definitely stepped up that forehand in the second set when she was behind. I think she was behind 4-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when she really needed to make her move because Kerber was making her march back and doing her Kerber thing, that ugly game of redirecting <laughs> balls and and hitting shots into the corners. Uh, and she, you know, at a, at a certain point, she had strung together, I think, like 11 points in a row or 12 points in a row or something like that. But Kerber mm-hmm. was able to get it to the tie break. And that's where sort of it all fall, fell apart. She went down six love. Yeah, I, I have so much admiration. That is honestly, that is what a true number one seed does. You know, having been a fan of Steffi, Venus, Serena, you know, they're these players that enter the draw with maybe not a lot of ex- not a lot of experience in that particular year, not having a lot of results, not have pl- having played a lot of tournaments, but they're able to work themselves through the draw, and when the moment matters, they uh, capitalize. So, I mean, yeah, we joke we've joked about it before. Like, who's the number one player? Oh yeah, it's Ash Barty. She hasn't played for fifteen months. She's <laughs> you know she's on a golf course. Uh, when's she gonna lose that number one ranking? She's really I think she's playing to her seed. She's mm-hmm. the true number one player right now. And you know I think that people have to give her more credit. That's what that's what was being said on the GLTA Player Lounge. People like people. I think people are looking at Ash Barty after this win as like okay, she's the legit number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think there were some question marks before she came back. Uh, part of the reason why I picked her is is it's part of my apology to her for forgetting <laughs> that she was the number one player. But yeah, she is playing to her seed, to your point, and she's getting respect for how beautiful her game is, mm-hmm. how, how fluid her game is. You know, she has some jerky moments, you know, with, with the serve, double faulting, a few times but when she's on she's on and she you know picked the moments in that second set to turn things on as she was faltering a bit while Kerber was picking up her game but um yeah the right player uh, I think won that match and is in the final and you know the debate will continue as to whether it should have been the cyborg or not in that other match but <laughs> it is what it is so we have Barty and Pliskova for a final on Saturday Breakfast at Wimbledon. Breakfast at Wimbledon. I can't believe we're now at this stage. I know, because we've been doing this for <laughs> 10 days now. 11 days. <laughs> so, oh, that'll. I mean, that'll be a good match. Another sort of contrast <laughs> of styles. They both have uh, powerful forehands. Again, Barty a bit more finesse to it, uh, and where Pliskova is just going to blast it Mm -hmm. so both great serves so we'll see what happens on saturday yeah the keys to that final are can ash implement an all-court game i mean plishkova pretty much plishkova and sabalenka although sabalenka is a dub is a seasoned doubles player has had success on doubles tour um, you know, it's not a natural part of her singles game to head up to the net. She understands that she has to do that at Wimbledon. But Ash is feels comfortable airwear on that mm-hmm. grass. So I think if she can um, if she can implement more of an aggressive grass court approach strategy, I think it's hers to lose. I mean, everyone, I don't know how how 
uh, you know, whether people have been kind of sliding into our DMs and already play tennis podcast DMs, but everyone is saying it's ashes to lose on mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think she goes in the favorite for sure. Mm. Uh, you know what else people are sliding into our DMs with? What? They're asking us about the Patreon page. <laughs> I, how did I know you are going to say that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So there have been some questions about the Patreon. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside that people are asking how they can support the show. Uh, so Patreon is a monthly... Um, process so you you are giving monthly whether it's five ten or twenty dollars but you can make a one-time donation so you just have to donate uh and then stop your payment after the first payment comes through but you can do that at patreon.com forward slash ready play tennis yeah thank you all for those inquiries it does make us feel nice warm and fuzzy Mm-hmm. men's semifinals tomorrow oh canada baby go dennis we'll see Bye. We're here for your tennis tainment or your tentertainment or whatever it is. But if you like what we're serving up, please give us a five star review and like, share, and subscribe and like such as. Wait, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ready. Play Tennis Podcast.